chickened out. Okay, know, sorry. Okay. You know you what? I'm over. just going to leave it. It's funny. Oh, it's charming. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're real people. Um, <laughs> believe it or not. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Are the Watchers of Movies. I'm Lauren. I'm Samantha. And... We are having a little bit of technical technical difficulties getting our podcast on Spotify and on iTunes. Um, it's on Spotify right now, and it's supposedly on Stitcher. It's definitely on SoundCloud. I'm not sure why it's not showing up when I search for it on Spotify, but it's there, so it's kind of weird. Anyway, um, if you guys could just stick with us, that'd be great. We'd really appreciate it. Hopefully things will be resolved soon, because... You know, unfortunately, I don't control Spotify. Wish I did, but I don't. Anyway, so today we are going to discuss Batman versus Superman. Oh, and I forgot to say, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Yay! Is Stitcher only for quilters? <laughs> Stitcher's only for quilters. Um, I've never heard of Stitcher. Podcast quilters? Yeah. yeah. No, it's a, I think it's, hold on, I gotta adjust. I think it's mostly a website for... Um, <clears throat> for podcasts, but I'm not super sure. So I know that there's like the long, what is it? The long night, the Wolverine Marvel one that is on Stitcher. Oh, so that's a really good one. So I'm just going to yeah plug someone else's sure. podcast, I guess. <laughs> so Batman versus Superman. <clears throat> Batman versus Superman. Um, Okay, so I want to defend myself and <laughs> what I said, um, because I came to Sam's desk this morning, and I was like, okay, so um, I kind of liked Batman versus Superman, but let me say, okay, and <laughs> she was like, I knew you were going to like no, this No, I was not surprised movie. in the slightest. I... <laughs> As I was watching it, I my heart was sinking lower and lower because I anticipated you saying, I liked it. Um, okay. Every time something ridiculous happened, I was like, oh, no, Lauren loves this. Okay, so in my defense... I heard about it being terrible forever, and then when I watched it, so my expectations were super low, and then I watched it, and I was like, actually, it's not the worst. However, there, it's, like, as a whole, I wouldn't say I love the movie, but like what you were saying, there are bits and pieces and parts of it that I thought were really, that were well done. Um, but, like, the first example that I can think of is... <laughs> Like, when I was telling you, like, how about, how when I tell, like, a funny joke, and then people laugh, and I, and I'm, like, love, and I love being the center of attention, so I, like, like, further joke, but then it ruins the joke, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like you keep, <laughs> you keep adding on to it, because you're like, I'm really hot right now. Right, exactly. And then it's, like, suddenly coming to, like, a screeching halt, and I'm like, never mind, it's fine, I'll just go back in my corner. Um, with that, I felt like there was a bunch of scenes, and one in particular stands out. Which one? And that was the one Please where, tell me. where Batman goes to Superman. He's like, tell me, do you bleed? And I was like, oh, wow, that's a really, like, the way he said it and everything, I really like the way he said it. But then Superman left and he goes, because you will. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, man, you like, fucking ruined it. You 
ruined it, dude. Like, it he was kind of felt like a movie villain in a comedy who was like, I have to get my catchphrase in, even though like, nobody's because listening. Because you will. And I was like, yeah, should have just left it at the do you bleed? Because I was like, that's, like, and that, I thought that was a good question. Like, I mean, yeah. don't, you know. But it was, again, it was, it was like, okay, you should have left it there and then just not continued with it. And there were a couple parts where I was actually, like, laughing out loud. Um, like, the opening monologue, and then, like, <laughs> was, like, the dumbest monologue I had, like, ever heard. It was just, like, and when we fall, then we are fallen, and then we get back up, and we are no longer fallen. And I was, like... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how falling and getting up works. Like. I get annoyed because every Batman story, no matter where you are in the series, well, this is a, a gross generalization, but it feels as if, I should say, it feels as if no matter where you are in the Batman story, they have to remind you, did you know his parents were killed? Yes. Like, it's like every director just needs to film that scene. And if, if a director doesn't get to film that origin scene, then they feel like their movie is incomplete. <laughs> and I think we've all seen Thomas and Martha Wayne yeah. get killed plenty of times. We all know Batman's origins, and this movie didn't need that. And you know what? I totally agree with that. Actually, that's exactly what I was thinking when they were showing that scene. I was like, oh, Batman's parents dying again. But then I was super confused at, like, like, can I just, I want to just go off on a tangent. At the dream sequences. Oh, like, oh, dude, the weirdest. that one, like, okay, like, that was really weird. I was, like, legitimately, like, did they switch The futuristic one where he's in the desert and there's, like, yeah. complete fly people flying around. Yes. I also wasn't sure if they were people or they were, like, I, large insects yeah, for there was, a second. Yeah, because he kept having this recurring thing <clears throat> of a large bat or insect jumping out at him. Yeah. And I don't know if... Bruce Wayne is doing a lot of hard drugs that we're just not seeing, or what that even pertained to the movie. But if they cut out all the stupid dream sequences, and that includes the one where the bats are lifting him out of the yes, bat cave, that I was Any like, dream what he can suddenly fly? So yeah, it's like a cut those all out because <clears throat> they don't make sense and they're stupid, and yeah. it, the movie would be shorter and maybe a tiny bit better without them <laughs> as yes. the one and then the one oh actually the one is like a dream within a dream within a dream yes he gets knocked out wakes up and he's still in the dream which has never happened to anyone right. no and then i know he he has the flash comes and talks to him in the dream and then he wakes up and then he wakes up in real life. <laughs> i know i was like oh okay it was a dream like, well, okay, so that that scene where he sees that giant, like, bat thing mm -hmm. or whatever oh, attacked Oh, when he's at, like, the family crypt or... Was that... Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that supposed to be like that? Now that I'm thinking about that, I'm wondering if that was kind of, like, a reference or, like, a foreshadowing to Doomsday coming. But, because Doomsday Lauren, no. felt really <laughs> out of place to me. That was um, not... Okay. <clears throat> no, it was a giant bat, right? I appreciate right? that you're giving Zack Snyder the benefit <laughs> of the doubt, but I don't think it was that deep. But I like where your head's at, because you're... you're... I just try, okay? <laughs> I try. I'm, I'm looking at my notes. Anyway. No, <clears throat> this movie was a mess. I, I was saying... I was saying to Mike, because we watched it together, I said... It's almost as if whoever wrote the movie had four stacks, like four different movies of scripts stacked on his desk. Yeah. And he left the window open 
and the wind blew and they all blew together and his like quirky secretary who's kind of a ditz just bundled them up and sent them to the yep. studio and then Zack Snyder got the package and was reading it and the writer called and said oh my secretary messed up and Zack Snyder's like too late I love it <laughs> it's perfect yeah. no that anything. was supposed to be four movies no no we can make it work just we'll one. just cut out a lot of stuff <laughs> it'll be fine it won't make sense it's yeah. great um yeah no but that that scene in the desert when I, I was I was just like is this really happening? Like, I was so confused. I know. I'm like, it jumps without you even... Well, you don't it, even know what's yeah. going on. But it's also, like... It's also such a long sequence. That, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, well, it's... Yeah! Like, I was like, oh my god, this is such a long sequence. I've never seen a movie where the dream sequence has ever been that long. And, it's always been way shorter than that. And the dream within a dream within a dream. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't even think Inception did that. Like... <laughs> Inception is a much better movie. That was like their whole thing, too. Speaking of Inception, did you know that Christopher Nolan actually produced Batman vs. Superman? I feel like I did know that, and I thought, originally I thought, maybe it'll be okay because he put his name on it, but maybe he just didn't see it, and he just signed something. (laughs) He was like, oh, Batman, great, I love Batman. Maybe somebody (laughs) came to him when he was at a spa with, like, cucumbers over his eyes, and he was (laughs) getting a massage, and he was just like, whatever. Yeah. They're like, yeah, so-and-so, or Ben Affleck is playing uh, Batman. He's like, who? What? I can't, no, I can't hear you. Who's playing him? Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Right, no, I know, but, like, okay, whatever. Anyway, that's fine. He would have never signed up. Actually, actually, I did not mind Ben Affleck. I was gonna say, I I think that um, I've said this before, <clears throat> but I think that one or two really popular people must have complained about Ben Affleck, and so everybody jumped on the bandwagon. But I had no problems with him. I didn't really either. I I thought his Batman was really intriguing because he was old. He'd been around the block. Older. He'd yeah. been around the block. He, you know, this wasn't like. Batman has just started. He's been Batman for years. Yeah. So he's... They said he had been there for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. He's, so he was like in his, his 50s? Per- yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's I would think so. perfected the art of being Batman. He's also a little <laughs> grizzled and weary and and people are starting to question if he's good or bad and, you know, and yeah. I, I thought that that on, by itself had potential to be a pretty good movie and then, or like Mike mentioned this, like... Him and Wonder Woman could have yeah. their own movie, and that would be a really good story. And it makes sense that they would kind of pair off because they're like classy and smart. And yeah, I agree. Beautiful people. So they are. yeah, but I mean, <laughs> she's more beautiful than him. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we, you don't even. It goes without saying. Let's just just yeah. talk on and on about how much we like Gal Gadot. <laughs> yeah. um, but I thought Ben Affleck was was actually. I mean, it's not, it's unfortunate that the movie was so bad, but. I yeah. didn't actually, of all the problems, Ben Affleck wasn't one of them for you me. You know, and same here. And again, like, Henry Cavill, like, <laughs> I kept laughing at the faces that he was uh, making when he, he was dying. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> You're loving it. You're losing it. Like, he was just <laughs> making these, like, like, like he was like taking the biggest shit he had ever taken. Yeah, his bowels were probably letting loose because he was dying. He probably never experienced pooping his pants before because he's 
impervious. He was dying, yeah. He yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, What's happening? <laughs> He's like, oh, this hurts. Are you in pain? <laughs> I'm pooping. <laughs> Actually, what we just did was probably better acting than Henry Cavill. <laughs> oh, Henry. I'm so mm. sorry that you're not a great actor. Um. Anyway, you want to be so hard, and I know, baby, I know, but gonna happen <laughs> am i being cruel i'm being a little mean i'm being a little mean I'm... if he's listening he might stop listening oh no oh no whatever will we do <laughs> he was our one celebrity listener <laughs> i know right <laughs> except where we've been trashing him like since yeah. day one. <laughs> maybe so that's why he listens <laughs> he'd be like a real like masochist if he was that's yeah a good point um okay so i was wanted to mention too that um oh god one of the scenes that i really really liked was when he was when superman was saving that woman or the girl what <laughs> and um okay you, you, oh, okay keep going you could have like going. moving she's like moving around the room i'm so confused um here, let me put the Kleenexes in between us. There okay. we go. I didn't. I meant to do that as unobtrusively as possible, and now <laughs> no, you've like, like totally gotten derailed. You were like pointing at me, and I was like, "What is she doing?" <laughs> I meant to say, "Keep going." Okay. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, so he's um he rescues that girl, and he's delivering them, uh, delivering her to that. Oh, crowd the of Day people. of the Dead parade. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And all those people are reaching for him and touching him, but then they had all that news stuff, and they're and like Neil deGrasse Tyson was on there which I thought was awesome. I was like, yes, I love that guy. Um, but especially what he was talking about with how we're, like, having the realization that we're no longer alone on this planet. And it, it just, and my God, that music score. Did you notice, like, how amazing that score was? It was fantastic. Hans Zimmer, like. I didn't, I'm going to be honest, I didn't fully notice it. The only thing I noticed was that they introduced the Wonder Woman theme, mm -hmm. which I didn't catch the first time because I saw it before Wonder Woman had come out. So I caught that this time, but the music, I wasn't oh, super... I was paying a lot of attention to it. Yeah. I was like, every, well, because I noticed that it was done by Hans Zimmer, and okay, I was like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I really like him, so every time yeah. like the music would swell, I'd be like, this is so great. <laughs> You know? I do like him as well. And, like, I think yeah. he did the Interstellar score, which is oh, oh, one of my he's favorites. Great. I he's think great. it was Hans Zimmer. Yeah. But remember that um, that song that I sent you from the Da Vinci Code? That yeah, Chivalry? oh yeah, yeah, he did yeah, that, didn't he? he? Did that one. That's yeah, a beautiful song. That song gave me chills. Yeah, there's like that swelling of yeah, music. Like, I think beautiful. it's called Chevalier de Sangriel or whatever. But anyway, um, it means something of royal blood. I don't, oh, okay. I don't know what Chevalier yeah. means, but I know that. Chevrolet means che Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Right? Chevrolet. I don't Chevalier? know. Chevrolet? Is it Chevalier? Chevalier? Chevalier. Chevalier. I don't know. I, I didn't see it French. written. Chevrolet. <laughs> it's not important anyway. Um, no, but I thought that that was, I thought that was really cool. I um, liked, there's a deeper theme in the movie that yeah. never got its due. And it was like, both Batman and Superman were working for the greater good, but people around them thought that they were villains. Yeah. And so that's a really good theme. It just, the movie was so chock full. It was just so yeah. full of stuff that yeah. they never fully got to explore it. And that's unfortunate because I think that's kind of creative. Like the line between superhero and above the law, where is that line? 
Yeah. So. No, and I totally agree. Um, actually, I wrote down because I looked at Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, and actually, the um audience score was like sixty eight percent. Oh was, wow! Yeah, and the critic score was like thirty two or something. So it wasn't great, but I mean, the audience score was more than I had anticipated. But one of the things that this critic said, which is Matthew Rosa of Salon.com. He said, Batman versus Superman may lack the social commentary of the Dark Knight trilogy or bold iconoclasm or V for Vendetta, but it does have an ideology, namely its distrust of power. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and I think that's like, you know, <laughs> I know you were like laughing at me for saying that I like the movie, but there were, again, it's like little bits and pieces that I pick up on and then I cling to those because I want them to be like in a deeper theme but there's it's it's just missing it's like it's all of Zack Snyder's stuff is like that it's just like it's just barely missing its mark and you're like okay kind of get what you're going for but also like you need to not do what you're doing you know he kind of makes movies as if everybody around him tells him he's awesome and he doesn't like yeah he doesn't have anybody to say uh maybe don't do this <laughs> And that's unfortunate because I think that the movie had potential in some ways and in other ways it just needed to be, like somebody just needed to say, make this into more than one movie, trim the fat, flesh out these stories on their own and maybe you'll have something. Maybe. Right. You know, so. I mean, and, and with like Batman and everything, I thought that there was a, a part to him that. I don't know if you noticed this, but almost like he had kind of become more cruel in his years. Yeah, that's something I yeah. liked about that. Yeah, like he dragged he sort people of along. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, like, he dragged that car along, and I was just like, I'm sitting there, I've, and I was like, dude, that guy is, like, fucking dead. Like, when, there's no way that dude survived that. Like, when he was dragging the car around, I thought that... Okay, what is he doing? Right. Why is he dragging a car around? And then he, like, made it fly up and land on another car, and I thought, no way could he have planned that way back there. So I, <laughs> some of the action sequences were just too ridiculous for me. I, I, It was almost as if he did it to um, just to be intentionally cruel, just to do it, just because he could. You know, and it was it was very... Very, it, it seemed very out of character, and he, like, killed a bunch of people, too. And isn't that, like, kind of his M.O., is that he doesn't kill people? I think that's some of it. He doesn't use... I don't think he uses guns, really, and other yeah. iterations of Batman, because his whole thing was, like... his The villains usually went to Arkham Asylum. It's not that right. he, like, dispatched them from the face of the earth. They, they got, like, locked away. And so... And his th- his whole thing is, like, gadgets. Not necessarily weapons, but gadgets. Right. In a sense. And so I thought this movie was trying to have it both ways a lot because they kind of... <laughs> so stupid that Metropolis and Gotham are across a bay from each other. Major cities. And not I only... I was weird, too. Like, it seems like they should have been the same city. It's so dumb. It's... It's so bad, but not only are they right across just a body of water, the two cities seemingly knew nothing about what was going on in the other cities. Like, okay, Clark Kent is relatively new to Metropolis, we're we're led to believe. It's been a couple years since Man of Steel. 
He's never heard of it was Batman. Like, I think it was 18 months or he something. He was like, I'm stupid Clark Kent, and I don't know who Batman <laughs> is. Maybe I should do a story about him. And thank God Lawrence Fishburne was like, nobody cares. Because everybody knows who Batman is, Clark. And then... <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, no, and then they were at Clark that party. Kent. He goes, who's that guy? And they're like... It's yeah, a bru- like, like the guy you don't know Bruce Wayne. Like, are you he's fucking probably insane? the most wealthy Bruce man Wayne. in either city. I would <laughs> yes. imagine he has a yeah. building, Wayne Wayne Financial in Metropolis. And oh, see, I didn't so, even know he did that. He, that's why he was in Metropolis at the beginning. Oh, I'm starting to wonder. Super I'm starting to wonder how you liked this movie, but <laughs> I wasn't super anyway, sober when I watched so, it. He goes. To, Clark Kent goes to that apartment complex to talk to that woman and the guy's like doing the scratch off lotto ticket and he's like oh he's coming for you he's coming he's real bad he's coming and i was like who's this guy talking about and he unscratched like a bat symbol on the lottery ticket and i thought everybody here knows batman but they're acting like he's this new superhero in gotham but he's been around forever the movie is trying to have it they're trying to have an origin story with an old Batman story. Yeah. And it's just, pick one or the other. Preferably the old Batman story, because that's really not been done that often. No. And you know what? Speaking of, speaking of the old Batman story, if they did that, or actually, just in general, the whole scene where his parents were killed was super unnecessary. Right. Because there's no, like... I mean, even that, like, dream sequence, it was like, oh, yeah, we get it. He's there would be no like, movie where the dream sequence is necessary. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I, know what you, I know what you're saying. Like, I just, I don't get, I, so, okay, so speaking of the, the beginning scene where um, Batman, oh, okay, wait, let me, let me, let me uh, go back a little bit. So when Metropolis is being destroyed by Zod and um, Superman, And they're showing it, like, from Batman's perspective. I was like, at first I'm like, okay, it's kind of cool that they're doing that. But then as it kept going, I was like, this is like when a book is written from, like, the perspective of two different characters, but they're telling the exact same event from different perspectives. And it's like, we know. We've already seen this. Why do you have to tell us again? You know what I mean? And I was kind of like... And then the guy who... um, who was working at Wayne's building. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, everyone, get, like, and Bruce Wayne's like, everyone get out of the building. And the guy was just, like, standing there praying. And I'm like, there's no reason for you to have sacrificed yourself. <laughs> you could like, have. I, like, and that drove yeah. me fucking crazy. I was like, there's literally no reason for this guy. He's like, like, he's standing at the helm of the goddamn Titanic. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I made this happen. Like, no, you didn't. Get out of the building, you idiot. There's so much <laughs> melodrama in this movie. And also, Metropolis was completely destroyed, like, 18 months earlier. And yeah. they did a phenomenal job of rebuilding. An unrealistically <laughs> phenomenal yeah. job of rebuilding. And they had enough time to get a stonemason to make a big statue of Superman, to have yeah. a memorial to the fallen... Yeah. Just a ridiculous timeline, and... I really like that memorial. I thought that memorial was really cool looking. I thought the memorial was cool looking, but I thought... I. It reminded me of the Vietnam memorial. Yeah, with yeah. the names, like the yeah. walls and you the names. S- we saw that when we went to Maryland, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I It was... Uh, yeah, it, but... Um, what I did like, though, is that you saw that one dude that had his legs cut off, his legs oh, severed. Yeah. 
Um, I thought that Wally was... Or yeah, Wally or... Yeah, Wally. I think Wallace or something. And he, like, so he was, like, a, a victim of Superman's carelessness or whatever. And I was like, okay, I like that. I like that they're showing that there are real people who had really bad things happen to them that are affected by someone who's just carelessly, like, throwing someone else through a building. Right. You know? And and I thought that was really interesting, and, and it was pretty evident that he had, like, lost everything, and, like, you know, lost his job as his um, wife and daughter or whatever. Um, but I also kind of like the graffiti that he did when he wrote, like, False God oh, yeah. on him. I mm-hmm. thought that was cool. Yeah. False I thought God. his storyline was really good until I got confused in the middle because it suddenly seemed like, Bruce Wayne was handed all these checks that he supposedly returned, like, from the victim fund. And he was like, how could you, Bruce? I blame you. And I yeah. thought, none of this makes sense. No, it did Bruce didn't. Wayne saved his life. But then there's a tiny, tiny moment with where Lex Luthor is on the helipad. And he admits to forging those, I guess. I mean, that's it's he doesn't really come out and say it. He says, just a few notes sent to Bruce Wayne. You let your family die. You know, just a tiny thing. Right. And so I'm supposed to infer that, oh, those were forgeries. Right. Because otherwise the storyline took a turn and I thought, what is going on? So they sort of cleared up, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of parts in the movie that you just kind of have to assume. Yeah. Little storylines that I just. And you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. You, they sh- you, it should be shown, basically. Yeah, no, I mean. I don't know. I keep just keep thinking about that that scene with his parents dying. First of all, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan," yeah. <laughs> you know. And then I I recognize the actress, but I can't think of I can't place her. But um, I'm just like, what the what the hell? But the thing that I did think was kind of cool about that was the pearls. Oh my the, gosh, that's the most contrived I know. nonsense. <laughs> I just my like, friend Nicole, I like the way it was like, I don't know. No, I, my friend Reagan actually has said, like, every director needs to show the pearls cascading, like, breaking. That's <laughs> yeah, also, like, yeah. another trope like, in bad movies. She's rich. Like, yeah. oh, hey, we know. You broke her pearl necklace? <laughs> oh, How my dare God. You? It's tragic. Yeah. Tragique. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, there's just a lot of stuff in this. Um, I thought Jesse Eisenberg did a really super <clears> job. <throat> okay, so I really liked his performance. I, I I did at first, but then I felt thought that he kind of became like a psychotic Willy Wonka. He's he sort you of that a little he bit? had Joker tendencies, especially yeah, near, like on the too. helipad. I thought he was sort of embodying Lex Luthor and the Joker. Me too. Me too. But I still liked his performance. I, you know. <laughs> I did, too, until the end. And then I thought, like, as he became, like, psychotic Willy Wonka or psychotic Joker, <laughs> I was kind of like, eh. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's, it's just, like, I don't know, man. I'm, like, looking, a lot of the stuff we actually talked about already. I um, thought, um, <coughs> there's something that has <coughs> continuously me. bugged me from Man of Steel and now is that I'm really not a fan of Lois Lane. And this movie, um, there was an unflattering parallel that I don't think that they meant to do, but for me it stuck out like a sore thumb. So uh, Wonder Woman is this beautiful, classy, feminine, yet super strong, tough woman. She plays it cool, she's stealthy, but she takes care of business, and her character is awesome. She's a well-rounded female, she's 
realistically feminine, but also super tough. And I feel like there's a problem in a lot of Hollywood movies where tough women are either portrayed as catty or they're compared to men. And Lois Lane was compared to a man by the guy in the bathroom. He was like, he basically said, Oh, if you, if you had any more balls, you'd go to the bathroom in here or something like that. Yeah. She'd be. So I feel like how could they get it so wrong in the same movie? Because Lois Lane was like this tough, annoying, like she'd stick her nose in where it didn't belong. And she was just brash. And, and I didn't care for her attitude at all. I didn't care for her character. She was like tenacious, tenacious, but not in an admirable way. And she's just always like, she's just tough as nails. I feel like she doesn't feel anything. If she saw a picture of a puppy, she'd like rip it up. I just, I just (laughs) don't like her because I feel like she's a robot and that's how Hollywood treats a lot of strong women. I think. No, I, I agree with you. And it's unflattering because you have Wonder Woman who I thought is such a good character and Lois Lane in the same movie and they're just, they couldn't be more different and it couldn't be more bad. No, I... (laughs) Lois Lane couldn't be more bad, and every time scenes with her would come up, I would just get annoyed, because I just wish they weren't in the movie. I just, I don't care for her character at all. And I like Amy Adams. I'm an Amy Adams fan. I know, I too. I love her. But I think Um, it's just a bad character. I, I agree. Um, and and you're right, that bathtub scene I I hate that bathtub scene. weird! Like, She's like, Clark, what are you doing? And then, like, all that water gets displaced, and I was just like, oh, my God. I also think sexy. Like, you don't see their relationship building up in any way, shape, or form. No, because she's always, like, angry and serious. Right. She's never a real person. Well, And And she's always chasing a lead. Well, that's a great point. Oh, you're right. She's really not. They don't have her be very empathetic like she's not necessarily like like there's nothing about her that makes you go oh my god I love Lois Lane so much and that for me it's like it's a big deal if I'm if I'm watching a movie you know where there's a bunch of characters and it's just and actually I, I was reading this on Rotten Tomatoes that someone said that none of the characters are developed well enough to make you really empathize with them or care about them and I thought that Batman kind of was like that, but he still was, I mean, not really, you know? I thought Batman was the best <clears throat> of all of them because it's really hard to do that with Superman because Superman is boring, so boring and yeah. impervious. I know. So you really have to work at it to make him seem like a real person and to empathize with him. Batman, they did an okay job with. They showed the scene of him, like waking up in the morning and sort of sitting on the side of the bed and taking, I don't know, painkillers or something. And so you got brief glimpses of just his humanity. So I think that went a long way in a movie like this. It went a long way, but in a movie that was good, I don't think it would be enough. (laughs) But And I, so I agree with that. I I think that there's just not because the movie, well, the movie's so full that they didn't have time to really dive no, into anything. they didn't. And, and you know, the whole, speaking of so full, I thought that Doomsday came out of nowhere, and I thought he was so unnecessary, and, like, it felt so contrived. Like, to have this 
super impervious character. And then, of course, like, you know, Batman's like, well, I just happened to make this spear out of kryptonite, so that's lucky. <laughs> you know, like, it's just... Well, I Like, thought... they didn't... Did they ever, um... They didn't ever, like, really foreshadow him coming, did they? The only thing they did was show Jesse Eisenberg take the dead body of Zod and put it in right. the water. And they said an abomination Not was sure. be made. Yeah, how did he know to do that, first no. of all? How did he know that... I mean, thank God alien technology is also just fingerprint technology. <laughs> that was dumb. So... He, it's he like dips, a giant womb yeah. for some reason. He's in this giant womb. Is the water, you know, I'm, and I'm so confused. Is the water <laughs> supposed to be in that room? Or was it because the, the like, the ship crash landed in water? Is that why there's water? Because the water seemed to I work in his favor. But I don't remember a scene in Man of Steel where there was, like, a water chamber for creating things. I, I don't, don't know either. And there was an octopus in there. There was, yeah, like, a, there there was like, like a weird creature. And, like, yeah. it, I don't, it wasn't, like... I don't think it was an, well, I mean, if it was an, I mean, it could be an octopus. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I love so I love octopi. Listen, I think that they're very interesting creatures. However, that thing was like a ribbon. Like it was yeah, like a ribbon. Yeah, it had like streamer legs. It looked legs, really fake. Yeah. Streamer tentacles. And it was bad. It and was, yeah. That, it just, no, and there's no, like, is there, I'm like, is there a birthing room? You know, that's what it kind of seemed like. It was it was so dumb. If I put General Zod's body in this, it will create a monster. And then the the voiceover was just like an abomination. We cannot do that because the council said not to. And Lex was just like, "Where's the council?" And the computer's like, "My bad." And that's all. (laughs) And it it just made the creature. All you had to do was remind the computer that the council was gone. Sure, yeah, I'll make this abomination. Like, <laughs> not a problem. Um, but it's just, man, the dialogue was so clunky, like, at some points. Like, okay, when, and I thought this part was really, really weird, but kind of funny at the same time and unintentionally funny. But when Bruce rescues um, Martha and he's like, <laughs> I'm your friend's. I'm your son's friend. I'm your son's friend. She I'm goes, your, I'm your friend's figure. I'm your, I'm your friend's son would be more, would make more sense, I'm weirdly. She's like, who, Martha? <laughs> is every woman named Martha? Every woman in the world is named Martha. Anyway, I'm sorry, you were saying. Was she was super um, flippant. She I was agree. like, I figured, and I was like, okay, you just went through a very traumatic event yeah, that is going to take you years of therapy <laughs> yeah. to get over. Like, if you ever get over it, you're probably always going to be looking over your shoulder. Like, you're never going to walk down an alley at night. There's no way. Like, right. you know, it's like, and she's just like, oh, I figured. And I was like, that was fast. She just got over this <laughs> also- super traumatic event, like, super fast. And she's all like... He's like, I'm your son's friend. Like, what the shit was and that? Let's talk about their <laughs> sudden friendship. So <laughs> they're like, he's, he's about to kill him, and Superman's like, You're letting him kill Martha, which is the weirdest thing to say. say. Martha. If your mom is getting killed, why would you say her first name? You'd say, They're gonna kill my mom. <laughs> like, because you want the point to get driven home so fast and so clearly that you. You say they're going to kill my mom, but he said Martha. <laughs> like, did he call his mom by her first name? Is he one of those kids? <laughs> Martha. <laughs> like, Clark, you're five years old, sweetie. Yeah. You can call me mom. 
Okay, um, it's too weird. I'm just going to keep calling you Martha. <laughs> Someday this will come in handy. You'll be happy I did. And then Bruce well, Wayne, <laughs> just because his mom's name is Martha, he flips out. Like, yeah. Why would that name, why would that moment mean more to him than just like, oh, huh, Martha's my mom's name. Well, his mom's already dead, so there'd be no reason for him to think, why is he saying that name? Right, <laughs> you know? and his mom's been dead for like 40 years. Yeah. Like, this isn't a new event. He's pro- I'm anything. sure he's met other Marthas that didn't <laughs> cause him to just go bonkers. Right, exactly. So then all of a sudden, he changes his mind, and they all trust each other because of the simple fact that their moms are named Martha. And... Thank God Lois Lane ran in. Oh my God, it's so convenient. Like I was like, I was like, where'd she come from? Yeah. Where'd she, where'd she come she, from? She's like, I'm here. It's fine, darling. It's fine, <laughs> honey. Clark, just lay down. It's okay. All right, I got this, sweetie. Um, it's his mom's name. Yeah. <laughs> and Batman's like, oh, cool, 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 cool. I won't kill your boyfriend. He now. throws the spear like, get it out of here. <laughs> And then there's this (laughs) annoying scene of her sort of walking through the broken down building and then she just throws it into a pool of water like, it'll be safe here. I was like, okay, I was like, keep it with you. You might need it. Like, store it someplace. Like, put it in a bank or I don't know, whatever. Anyway, um, but okay, so that scene, actually that death scene, if that, if he hadn't said save Martha, I thought would have been a phenomenal death scene. A really, yeah. really good one, yeah. But then he starts like, save Martha, and he looks like he's, you know, taking a giant shit, like, save Martha! Save Martha! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I just, you know, and I am a sucker for a good death scene. I really am, and that would have been a great death scene. Yeah, but... I don't know. I I thought that the, like, the, the whole Batman versus Superman fight was in it, for fanboys. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that was weird. Let's talk about that, too. Like, because Lex Luthor's trying to get them to pit against one another. Is there, like, a reason why? Well, actually, you touch on, a, on an interesting point, because I didn't understand much of any of their motivations. Yeah, I didn't either. it seemed like Superman was only trying to make Batman look bad to get the heat off of Superman. Right. I thought Batman had a valid... Actually... Let me rephrase. I thought Batman had a valid reason because he thought Superman was bad because Superman killed a lot of people. So Batman's reasons were slightly more valid. And Lex Luthor's, I have no idea why he It was cared, weird. Except yeah. Batman tried to steal the kryptonite in the transport. Right, but, but other than that, I'm not sure any of the motivations beyond that. Right. Like, and if, if, it, if it... No, 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 I can't talk. If it was done in a way where... You know, the entire movie was Lex Luthor obsessing over these two fighting over each other. That would be one thing. Right. You know, but like, just, just to, just to do it. Like, it's just, the he's like, you're like, going to save your mom, so go kill Batman. <laughs> Bye, yeah. <laughs> it's a marriage of convenience. They all conveniently were in the same place at the same time, and they were all trying to be against each other in the same place at the same time, which doesn't make sense. It's just, you know, and the more I talk about this, the more I don't really like that movie. Um, <laughs> you're like, Haha, you're coming over to the dark side. And I, okay, so, um, so speaking of everyone, like, thinking, you know, Superman was a bad guy, the more I was watching it, the more I was like, yeah, he kind of is, you know? He's not a great guy. He did let all these people die. And it's like, as we were talking about in that Man of Steel episode that we did, 
It's like you're in the middle of fucking Kansas. You can't find an open field to fight in. No, you gotta fight in downtown Metropolis, yeah. ruin all these people's lives, kill all these people. And and so, honestly, the way that people were, you know, uh, were attacking him and every, uh, everything and saying that he needed to, like, you know, pay for his sins, I was kind of like, Maybe he does, you know? I just get kind of, I started thinking as the movie was going on, if I'm Superman, I just, why not just put the suit in the back of the closet and forget about being a superhero for a while? Why did he feel like he needed to just keep, I mean, okay, I, I guess helping people was his motivation for that. But at the same time, if all this heat is on you, it's okay to just lay low for a while. Yeah, seriously. And no one's going to know because everyone... Yeah, no one knows who you are, even though you on. died at the exact same time. And also, let's talk about how somebody in Metropolis had to be turned in, turned on to the fact that the casket was empty. Nobody questioned yeah. that. There were they two did, caskets. There were, there were some things that people said, or no, it was... No, I think it was Batman that said that they're burying empty caskets across the... He said something... Someone said... I can't talk today. Someone said something like that where they're like, they're burying empty caskets. And he said it like across the field or across the like west or something. It was something like that. But I I thought he might have been in the one in Kansas because the dirt was going upwards at the end. So I assumed that one had his body in it, but the one in Metropolis was empty. But I don't know for a fact. I think he was, I think he was in the one, in the, um, in, in, in the wooden casket. That's what I think. Um, so, how, no, what was the explanation given to everybody in, in Metropolis? <laughs> this casket's empty. I mean, somebody had to have known that the casket was empty. Yeah, well, somewhere down the line, yeah, somebody had to close the lid. That's true. And also, did you notice how they gave him such a... Like, it was like a military-style funeral, but everyone hated this guy. Well, I guess they all turned around when he saved them from Doomsday. It's like, you know, it's like when Prince died, everybody who I thought didn't care anything about Prince suddenly posted on Facebook about loving Prince's (laughs) music. It's the same thing. You mean how they do that with every celebrity? Yeah. They're like, oh, I love that like, guy. Like when Bill Cosby like, dies, people like, will probably be like, oh, he was such a good man. <laughs> he was such a great man. Yeah. Like, all those women that he raped just. So yeah. I just think there's like a. <clears throat> that happens, I guess. But I don't know. I. I didn't really care for the dual funeral because I. It's silly, but I need to go back in time and see how they explained the empty casket. Yeah. I mean, were they, like, putting bricks in there? But somebody had to put bricks... Who put bricks in? Maybe Bruce Wayne took care of it? I don't even know. You know what? All they had to do is take out all those dream sequences and fill the movie with a little bit more substance. And it would have been a better (laughs) film. Let's see. What else? Um, Okay, hold on. Let me... Oh, yeah. So when they first introduced uh, Doomsday... I was like, what the hell? Is that an orc? (laughs) It did look like an orc. I was like, like, he starts, like, coming out of, like, the, what I'm assuming is, like, a placenta or something. Like, disgusting. He did, like, an urukai. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, I mean, I'm assuming that's an orc. I don't know enough. It's the one. I'm too pretty to watch (laughs) or to know anything about Lord of the Rings, so. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
He did get... Why are you looking at that? <laughs> You've never seen Lord of the Rings? I own all three of them. I've seen all say. of them. I've seen all of them. I've seen The Hobbit. I've seen all of them. I thought so. Um, uh, awkward silence. No. <laughs> he was... He was... I was, I was quoting Gina from um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it's fine. I'm, you know, whatever. She's my fave. Um... Oh, and, okay, and so, yeah, he looked like an orc, and I just, I don't know, God, that whole doomsday thing irritated the shit out of me, because it felt so out of place, and it was like, you're right, how would, how would, um, I almost said Zac Efron, how would Lex Luthor know Zac Efron was not in the movie, (laughs) I didn't know that, um, how would he know that he was gonna create a giant orc? I don't yeah. know. I don't know any... I, I'm I confused about the whole thing. There's nothing about Doomsday that is... Oh, God, so disappointing. I really liked... There was an aspect of that that I really enjoyed, how there was, like, an electrical disturbance happening, and you saw Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, mm-hmm. sort of, she knew... Our queen. <laughs> she knew that things were happening, but she was kind of, like... She wasn't really concerned, concerning herself with it, and I liked that. Like, she's, she seems... Did your stomach just growl really loud? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I might be Why mean right now, so I'm sorry. Funny. I don't know. I just heard oh. it, and it was so loud. Am I being mean right now? No. I'm sorry, now I feel bad. <laughs> no, you're not being mean. Okay. I felt mean about the, I felt mean about the Lord of the Rings thing. Oh, why? I don't know. I don't just feel mean. Feel mean sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, just, it just growled again. Do you want me to, do you, do you want, want a sandwich? <laughs> do you want a sandwich? No, I had some party pizza before. I <laughs> party pizza? What yeah. is party pizza? It's a party pizza. It's like a frozen pizza that you oh. put in the oven, oh, and then you eat okay. it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't eat the whole thing, though. Oh, nice. What kind was it? It was pepperoni. No. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, they have two kinds. They have pepperoni with, like, round pepperonis, classic pepperoni, mm-hmm. and then they have one with little square pieces, Yeah. and that's the one that I like, because nice. I, I don't like to be overwhelmed with big pieces of pepperonis <laughs> on my party pizza. <laughs> You're funny. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking I about? I like that she didn't concern herself with it at first because she's not so obsessed with being a superhero that she has to intervene. Yeah. I like that cause she's so classy. Well, but then when she saw that it was becoming an issue. Yeah. She was like... She's the best. Time to go. She's so cool. She's awesome. She's so cool. She's just like... When she's like, I fought beings from other worlds before, I was like, yeah, that's right, Batman and Superman. She knows what's going on. She's like, whatever, I've done it before, it's not a big deal. And she's like... If she had been in the movie... Way more. 15% more, I might have changed my mind about the whole (laughs) thing. She was so good. She was my favorite part. Even the the first time I ever saw it, I was like, Wonder Woman is the coolest! (laughs) I know, I remember you telling me that. Um, You know, they barely did... Yeah, I'm just, I keep thinking that they had Man of Steel and they had this great, you know, um, chance to, to make, what? <laughs> to make him into a, like a well-developed character. And then they didn't even do any in Batman versus Superman, like at all. Did you notice that he was like, he, there's no character development. Oh, well that's he's because he's boring. Cutout. He's boring, he's a boring character and he needs to retire. He does. And... 
just he needs to to they need to stop making Superman movies. I agree. I don't. I don't. At this point in history, I don't foresee them making a Superman movie that will change my mind about Superman. You know, I agree with you. Yeah. There is, um, actually, in the 40s or 50s, there was this guy who, this is kind of off topic, but he infiltrated the KKK, and he got all this information, and they they made a radio, um, like, a couple episodes about Superman, like, like, tearing down the KKK, and they had all these secrets and everything about the KKK, and it was one of those things where it was, like, all these people were seeing how ridiculous that this this group was that people weren't joining anymore. Really? Yeah, and it, like, it like halted their progress, like, their racist... Really? Yeah. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Um, it's, like, using fantasy to portray, to, like, sway people's... In reality. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's cool. like, and, and right. And it's just, I don't know. I mean, I, obviously these movies are just made. A lot of these movies are made for money and that's fine. A lot I get of it. the movies are okay, made for like money. Most of them. I'd say <laughs> like, they're I'm all made for money. money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I, but you can still put heart into a movie that's made for money, you know? Oh, of you course. You can still put character development. You can still not have Zack Snyder direct movies because he's obviously not great. <laughs> I think there's... <clears throat> every director has sort of a mark and every director has a style that some people like and some people dislike. But I feel as if Zack Snyder's style level is so far above his substance level. Yeah. And I'm not sure why... He's still like getting handed these big budget movies. He's he's very good at making things like aesthetically pleasing. Um, and I did and and again there were a couple lines here or there where I was like, um, I was like, okay, that's that was pretty good. Like I really I really like that. Do you bleed? But then when he was like, "Cause you will," I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay. I mean, there's there was a couple parts where I was straight up started laughing, you know, because I was like, this is so stupid and ridiculous. And it's just, and I think I, what I do is I cling to the little things, like the little profound moments. Um, and I, again, I really like that, you know, Dia de los Muertos scene um, with Neil deGrasse Tyson and everything. And I thought that was really cool. But it was like, that was really, like, kind of like the only part in the movie that really stood out to me in a significant way. Um, other than Martha burying her son, you know, cause that was like hmm. that. I felt a lot of empathy towards her and my heart really went out to Martha because I was like, she just went through this traumatic event and now she just lost her son and she's all alone. And it was like, you know, her, her husband's gone and, but <clears throat> it's just, it's, it's like, it's, it's like what you said, like he's, there's a lot of. There's a lot of, like, aesthetic value and stuff like that, but he just doesn't have the substance to it. He doesn't have, you know, he has the hollow shell, but he doesn't have, um, what, what's, you know, the pearl that goes inside the oyster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually did have a quote from, um, let me pull this up. 
It's uh, from Alex Abad Santos of Vox, who denounced it as a stupidly beautiful hollow movie. And I was <laughs> wow. like, yeah, that, hollow. that yeah. accurately describes it. And I thought that was great. It's just too much going on. They couldn't get into the, any of the meat. No, and I know. And I, I mean, they could have they could have completely done away with the doomsday thing. It would have had, I think, no difference really, other than Superman dying. But you could have had Batman kill him. I, mean, I guess I don't know, but I'm I'm not a comic book fan. You know, does that happen in the com? You know what I mean? Like, does it happen in the comics? I think there is, is a comic book series of Batman fighting Superman. I'm not sure, but I think Batman breaks Superman's back or something, or vice versa. But well, I know Bale or Bane, not Bale. <laughs> I know Bane kill. <laughs> I know Bane <laughs> breaks Bruce's back. I mean, like, but there's, like, a, a different universe I know. where they're, like, fighting each other. I don't know what happened there. Um, okay. So, anyway. I am so tired. I think that... <laughs> this day has been crazy. I think that the movie was sort of doomed to begin with because they had to have two climactic fight sequences because the whole movie was building up to Batman and Superman being at odds. But then they have to join forces so the audience can see that they've made amends. So Doomsday, unfortunately, almost needed to be in it. I think it's superfluous, and I agree with you, Like, but the whole thing, it would the whole thing would unravel. Because yeah. I don't know if they could make a strong enough movie of just them being rivals and not eventually joining forces right. since they were like basically previewing the justice league uh-huh. so unfortunately i agree with you I, I thought the doomsday thing was dumb because we saw him being created like three minutes before he showed up on screen yeah so if they would have maybe showed lex Luthor creating him an hour before that right and maybe or- shown process progress throughout that time maybe yeah. it wouldn't be quite so sudden like oh here's a villain that we now have to worry about so it's bad planning and bad writing i know <laughs> it is it's it just bums me out it's like <laughs> there i was... almost expected michael shannon to come back to life too. i did too for a <laughs> like, second i was like it had been a while since i'd seen it so i thought oh my gosh does he come back to life <laughs> i just I don't know. Like, the womb pool is so weird. And half the movie was slow motion scenes, which really bugged me. Yeah. And, like, there was that shot, there was a shot of just Batman staring with his glowy-eyed suit. That's so ridiculous. I know. First of all, okay, do you ever notice that when they have those, like, glowy-eyed things, like, how do they see? I don't know. (laughs) Because the the lights are always pointed at their eyes. I don't know how they see. I don't know why he needed glowy eyes. It's like, we have to see their eyes. Like, that's like in, um, what is it, the Star Trek one... The Wrath of Khan. Not the Wrath, the wrath of Khan. <laughs> the Wrath of the wrath, The Grapes wrath. of Wrath. <laughs> the Wrath of Khan. The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> oh, you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> um, the, um... Wait, which one's with Benedict Cumberbatch? Is it the second one? That's the second one. Yeah, that's the second one. 
It's, yeah. What, what are you talking it's about? It's darkness. It's Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. I thought yeah. you were talking about... Okay, yes. Well, no, because it was a... He it was a, It was a yeah. reference to Roth... The Wrath. Yes. Wrath <laughs> of Khan. The Roth. The Roth. The Roth and the Roth of Khan. Um, shit, I totally forgot where I was going with this. I lost it. talking I'm, about glowy eyes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are flying out of the spaceship towards something else, and I can't remember what, and I should rewatch that movie because it's actually a really good movie. Anyway... Um, but they have these, these, um, these, <laughs> they these, like, helmets with these, like, lights around. <laughs> Stop, you're killing me. <laughs> these, like, lights that I'm going to, like, look at you these, like, screens around their faces and they have the lights pointed at their eyes. <laughs> and I was like, that laugh was so How- cool. <laughs> What was so what? That was so joyful. That laugh you just did was like pure joy. I don't remember that scene, but I don't disagree with you. I'm yeah. sure it's it's but, like, real. The lights are like pointed at their eyes. I'm like, how can they even see? It's like yeah. you don't need to see. It's for you're just flying your space shuttle. You don't need to see. You're just fighting Superman. Except they're going in like a small hole mm. in the other ship. Oh, because Scotty's waiting for them. Oh, yeah. I really want to watch that movie now. Yeah, I haven't. Oh, I should watch it. <laughs> I don't have the third one because it was bad. Oh, that movie was boring. The third Star Trek was yeah. so boring. I remember was... almost nothing except for that the girl in it was like, she was supposed to be, what they said was she was supposed to be Jennifer Lawrence's character from Winter's Bone, so they called her Jayla. Like, oh. Yeah. Really? Because they couldn't figure out a name for her. Um, and I think Idris Elba was in it, but I don't remember seeing him in it, so I think he had, like, the makeup on and everything. And that's all I remember. I only saw it once, and that was one time too many. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me, you were like, that movie was boring, it was and I called, thought you were joking. I, I think it was called Star Trek Beyond, and my joke at the time, which brought the house down on multiple occasions, was, it should be called Star Trek Beyond Boring. <laughs> See, it's still, it's still killing. Yeah, it's great, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like, so, this should be called the hours. It should be called the weeks. <laughs> okay, I did not come up with that. That was from 30 Rock. So, you know, I apparently have no personality outside of TV. Oh, no. I know. It's tragic, but it's fine. I'll get along, you know. I mean, whatever. Man, Wonder um, Woman by was the way, so cool I really movie. forgot how much I like being the center of attention when we were talking at work today to a Jeremiah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, they were all no. like surrounding me. Did you notice that I was like, "This is great. I love it." You came up. You felt like Superman rescuing I that girl. I did. No, they you came up to, to my desk, me. and then everybody started chatting, and yeah. you brought people together. I did. I did. Yeah. It was they don't. Nice. They don't talk to me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm joking. They have talked. Do you to like me. your little puppy drawing? I did. Yeah, I like it a lot. Both it's very them. cute. Aww. Yeah. Um. Anyway, are we? You think we're done talking about the movie? Because um, I'm done. Yeah, I think we've I think pretty much done. covered all the the terrible bases. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, so follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. If you can find us on Spotify, please tell us how, because I need to figure <laughs> it out. If you can find us on iTunes, same. If you found us on Stitcher, I will give you 10,000 cookies. Just kidding. It'll be like one cookie. Lauren but... is the one saying these things. Yeah, I don't I have am... enough cookies to give away if you no, find it. Uh, I, no one does. <laughs> Listen, I will fight. I will buy you a box of your favorite Girl Scout cookies, but you got to be the first one because I'm not going to do it for everyone. I'm, I don't have that much money. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Thumbs up. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.